Colleen Smith. No, no relation. relation. <laughs> uh, with us as always is Ian Phone Smith. Hello. And with us not as always is our other producer, Chick McClure, or T. Chick McClure. Yeah. Hello. And we'll go around the table in a second, but tonight... Yes, we are... I framed this as my first time boob job, but Mary Jo had a much nicer term for it. I just said breast surgery. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Because sometimes it's a boob job, and sometimes it isn't. I like the sensationalistic title of boob job. I know you do. Yeah, yeah, you like that TMZ grabber. I think, yeah, grabs the eye. Boob job! Yeah. I get it. It's a lot of O's. Um, We forgot with related, with Ian related to me, but... Not related to me. There we go. I forgot that part. Um, Okay, so now we're going to do a new thing based on some suggestions from our listeners where we're going to go around the table and have our people, our guests, introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about themselves before we dive into their stories. Yeah, just a little something so you know who's telling you a story about their breast surgery. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you, sir? I am T. Chick McClure. I am a fine art photographer. I'm also transgender, and I'm a little over a year into my transition. And uh, some other interesting fact about me, at the age of five, I was mauled by a wiener dog. (laughs) (laughs) That is a fun fact. (laughs) I'm Allison Walcott. I'm a promo writer, producer, and a mom. And I like to see a lot of live music. <laughs> she does. Uh, I'm Allie Laprete. I am also a mom. In fact, I'm a mom advocate. I've been, like, rooting for moms for years. Um, I had a radio show, This Little Parent Stayed Home, and my new radio show is bringing me back to, like, the Hollywood roots. And we're doing, it's called Dramatic Impact um, on iHeartRadio. And I have a book coming out, and we'll wow. talk about all that stuff later. But um, yeah, and and I'm here to talk about my breast reduction surgery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boobs. I mean breasts. <laughs> all right, chick, start us out. Chick, start us out. All right. Okay. Well, <clears throat> two weeks ago today, I had my boobs removed. Yay! That's really unfair that you're like sitting here like nothing. I know. <laughs> like, I wasn't sitting here like nothing for six Happiness weeks. Happiness is a great painkiller. <laughs> I don't know. Only two days though. Like I have not experienced. I mean, the I'm sure had I not been on opioids the, <laughs> the first couple of days, it pro- probably would have hurt. Days. That's it. I don't. I don't know. I didn't really experience anything as pain. It was just like tight pressure and just from being wrapped up, and that was it. That's so, so ridiculous. And I don't have like, I, it's always swelling. easier for men. I know what's up with that. You know what? I totally do think that sometimes because I'm like, you know, I'm I'm taking testosterone and things really do seem to move differently. Like come really, like, my fat is shifting around, but I'm also like reducing and I'm not exercising. It's completely unfair. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you. Stick to the breath. <laughs> you do anyway, look thinner. Anyway, I know, right? But you so, are thinner. Like, I am. Know. I'm totally. I, I was just telling Mary Jo today when I look down, it's like, this is what I should, like, this is what I've always felt like I should be seeing. Mm-hmm. And it's a real trip. So I'm totally flat and I don't know, it's crazy. It's been like this mind blowing experience. Um, I got my surgery done by Dr. Satterwhite and up in the San Francisco Bay Area. What was that? Bay was Greenbrae. 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 Green County. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago and I'm healing well and. We uh, spent a week up there recovering because we had to s- stay around so that I could get, you know, signed off before we went home. And 
I don't know. It was just, it was like, I th the weirdest thing is, the weirdest thing is like we took this photograph when I'm getting up out of the operating bed and I have this shirt on and my face, like it's the most horrible picture ever taken of me <laughs> ever in well, all you're the still time. sort of half like under anesthetic at that point. <laughs> is that why I look so yeah, terrible? So. <laughs> but it was the first picture I saw of myself without boobs. And I have to tell you guys, like I had the most huge, enormous chest. Um, it was... It, yeah, I yeah. saw those. They were like... <laughs> yeah, Luke, yeah, they, were big, they were big like mine. Like, yeah, huge. Yeah. These, ease, what do you... I, if there's such a thing as like triple L's or something, oh, or like, they were big. I mean, they, they were, were like huge. They were huge. Well, yeah, start there. So, like, talk about what that was like for you. Uh, it just, it just, it's just never matched. You know, it never like represented me. And excuse me. And then I felt like, you know, there was like this barrier between me and other people. Just like this physical, huge physical barrier that I couldn't be seen past, and I couldn't physically like navigate that and you know it's like it's a it's a weird it's a weird experience like being out as transgender and um and sort of trying to isolate what those early feelings were because at the time I didn't have any language for that just being so young and it wasn't you know this was back in the 70s so you know but even then you knew you were a boy yes I knew I was a boy like I I absolutely knew I was a boy. So by the time I'm like hitting puberty and breasts are starting to happen, which I think was like sixth grade for me, it was, I was just like in my little, you know, child language, what the fuck is happening? Like, oh my God. Like it was so traumatic. And then, and then it was the, you know, it was the tr like trying to be okay with like, well, I guess I'm in this female body. So I have to like, I have to try to do this thing. So it took me until I was 45 to uh, start my transition on testosterone. And then, as I said, a couple of weeks ago, I just got my chest surgery. And it's, you know, getting like hair in my face and my chest is flat. I don't have, it's, the, it's also this really incredible thing to be able to be close to Mary Jo because I can physically be close to people. It's like, it's so crazy and so fucking awesome at the same time. Yeah, I mean, talk, tell, talk about like, Talk about the bra. <laughs> oh well, first and foremost, I never have to fucking wear a bra, <laughs> bra again. Um, it, it was it was just this horrible contraption, this this like uncomfortable reminder, you know, like you, you can't not feel it. So it's like I feel the mass of what was sitting on my chest, like riding around in in a bra. Like it was just, it was like the, all the light switches were on. So I mean, I, I can I, I feel like I can chime in on this just because I live with you. And so your breast story has impact on me. Yeah. But like if we ever if somebody was coming over, it'd be like the very, very last thing that he yeah. would do is put on his bra. Yeah. And it might be even after you arrive. <laughs> it would be after you arrived where I would be like, ah, you know, run to the bathroom and like hmm. put it on. Uh, but I never have to do that again. It's, you know, and then I like. I can just fucking walk out the house. Like, I just walk out the house. I just go to Starbucks, and I don't go to the drive-thru because I don't want to wear this fucking bra. Um, I mean, it's so much deeper than just a bra, but it's it's just... And you, you chose not to have nipple grafts. Yes. Can you talk about what that, why? What is yes. that? Yes. 
Well, I chose not to have nipple grafts because for a couple of... Well, explain what that is. Okay. Uh, some people choose to uh, get something called a nipple graft where they take the areola and the nipple that you already have and cut it down to a male size and then graft it back on to your pecs. Um, and then some people, which is, and this is what I did, I, I'm choosing to do 3D nipple tattoos. Uh, A, because I don't uh, like the sensation of, I, my, my nipples were always incredibly sensitive, so I just did not want to have to have that sensation anymore if I didn't have to. And second reason is I'm an artist and a figurative artist. I mean, I'm a photographer, but like my work is very figurative and I was not willing to be unconscious and have somebody as great as he may be choose where those were going to go. Yeah. You know, like you should see mm. how bad mine are. Like, no <laughs> really? joke. You got to give me that tattoo. tattoo oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. So, I will. When we find him. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Talk about the feeling and talk about the nipple feeling and what, you know, what that was like for you and why you wanted to be rid of that. I just, um, if you don't mind, I totally don't. I totally don't mind. I, I just, uh, I'm trying to, you know, it's like, I don't know exactly how to describe it. It was, it was almost like they were just always on. Mm-hmm. I also had a cyst in my left. So I, I was hypersensitive. Like Mary Jo couldn't get anywhere near me without like, without there being this, uh, reaction from me like or my being on edge that she was going to somehow bump me or touch touch me Mm. there I mean I like togetherness and touching and stuff but the the chest was so off limits uh you know so it's like this emotional and physical barrier um to and uh and and just that sensation of them always being on they're always on so you can never like turn that off yeah so uh, I'm glad that they're gone, but this was the weirdest thing. Like we were, we were, um, it was in the evening, a few days after the surgery and it was cold outside and I was, and I don't have nipples to give me this sensation, Yeah. but it was weird because I couldn't, and I still don't know, I couldn't figure out if the weirdness was coming from an absence of a sensation that you remember like a phantom. because it's married to coldness, like those two things. You know, I'm cold, and now I'm like yeah, standing in attention. Yeah, standing yeah. in attention, overly <laughs> sensitive, and, and also feeling very exposed. Um, or is it, or is it like a like a phantom pain, or am I actually having? I, it was weird, like to to have that not be identifiable was really bizarre. And, and then, also because the skin is stretched, so perhaps some of the skin yes, that like, was attached to the nipple is still there and maybe there is some sort of like memory. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, things are stretched so you don't know where stuff is ending up. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was a trip. It was a trip to have coldness which is always married to that sensation Nipping for out. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Nipping yeah, out. Being nipperous. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean... I didn't realize it was so itchy for me, and mm-hmm. it was because they cut all these nerves. Did you have? Uh, do you have? I mean, like it was like up here, like like in a place that I didn't expect. Really? So I'm wondering if there's like nerves that are you know still trying to find themselves yeah. back together because they a lot of them were probably cut. Moved, yeah, well, moved around. Those cut. Impulse, those. Yeah, yesterday we went. Yesterday I was at a, a a screening of Real Boy, and all of a sudden like I'm getting this like electrical current. Yeah. Like it's like. <laughs> 
like like I'm sticking my chest into a light socket. It was weird. <laughs> it was really weird. It was like, zzz, zzz. but I guess yeah. me, you know, perhaps the nerves are coming. I was told that the nerves were trying to find their way back. Yeah. To one oh yeah. Yeah. We were kind of, we were having uh, this game where I would close my eyes and they would ask me, okay, close your eyes and empty your head and find your right nipple. And, uh-huh. and it was weird. That it was, was part like, of like your rehab. No, no. <laughs> it was just us. Yeah. It was just us being stoned. <laughs> <laughs> That's she so made it sound like out. it was this scientific experiment, but it was not. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> that was he made. He made it. Oh, sorry. He made it. See, uh, see? it's a transition for we, all of us. Because we had a conversation earlier. About <laughs> um, but the other, um, oh, you guys, this was such a trip, too. Like, I asked the doctor to take a picture of them on the table, like, not on me. Oh! <laughs> Seriously? Oh they don't just lop them did off. Did you put like them in a jar and, get, and no. keep them for, like, no, a keepsake? They, they were on cute little blue <laughs> operating cloth. Like boobs. Just boobs. Yes. Like, no gore. Two giant boobs Nips with, like... Up. I have to well, see this, this picture. Well, this was the weirdest thing because we had this story oh. that we had this story that that my for, my boobs, my former boobs, Linda and Linda with an I, Linda with a Y, <laughs> uh, were um, becoming sort of sentient. Like they were like, oh my god, like um, like what's happening here? Where we're starting to get this vibe that we're not wanted, and then they end up getting cut <laughs> off and they fly away into heaven and stuff. But but um, it yeah, it was strange because the the nipples were. Totally erect in the <gasps> picture. In the picture, after, wow. I mean, these are dead boobs. Wow. This is these are so dead. Grim. Oh my god! They have personalities and lives of their own because yes. you made well, that. That was my reaction. I was like, Oh no! They had like awareness that they were being cut off, that <laughs> like they were being killed, and they're like, Ah! <laughs> well, that's crazy. <laughs> but then Mary Jo's sister Autumn, who is a nurse, she was like, <laughs> She was like, You guys. They don't, you know, they don't have brains. They're not, they're not alive. Uh, but, but uh, I do remember the the operating room was incredibly cold, so I guess they kind so of I guess got it's stimulated. cut off when it was cold in the room. And they stayed up. I guess when you're dead, I don't know. Like, but they're oh, dead it could have been um, rigor mortis. That in your rigor mortis of the nips. Oh, rigor mortis. <laughs> yes. Rigor mortis. <laughs> Hashtag rigor mortis. Hashtag rigor mortis. Rigor mortis. Oh, oh, yeah. But I'm. Uh, uh, the interesting thing for for me too, as a part of this whole transition, is like kind of how my own lexicon changes with. Like things that I, words that I was once okay with have evolved into being like, mm, you know, like like female to male. Like I don't like that and I don't like FTM. Um, but I realized like, uh, you know, me as a trans person, I have, I have to know where I am using my words. Like where we're, like for example, like you're calling me he, him, which is, you know, I'm a man, he, him. I have a non-binary friend that d- they're, they are they them and so I realized like I've always been saying hey you guys you guys you guys this you guys that and it's like oh wait a minute like I have to start looking at my at the words that I choose it's I don't know does it feel different when someone else says like he him and referring to you does it feel like it feels right yeah when people say uh you know her because I get misgendered all the time but Uh, you also used to have and still have Huge reactions to certain words pertaining to your chest. Like if I said, yeah. "How are your breasts?" 
Yeah, I hate that. Oh, you hate the word breast? <laughs> what I was the right word? That. Um, I would either say chest, but the words that I choose to use are boobs. Because, boobs. You know, I, and a lot of trans people, uh, trans masculine people are like, well, I call it chest, like, because... They don't say boobs or breasts or tits or anything. Yeah, some people have that have that stance, but I'm like, no, but, but, you know, I'm a man that had, that was the problem, like, I had fucking boobs on me that were not supposed to be there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, you know, also, too, like, I make jokes about stuff and and uh, not thinking that that's any sort of big deal, but it's, like, a real struggle. Anytime, like, you're, like, in comedy or something, you guys face that. It's, like, where where do I need to... Where is this sort of consciousness of, like, political correctness or something getting in the way of the funny, you know? Mm, like, yeah. So it's, in some ways, I don't know where I settle on this because I want to have access to how I think about stuff, you know, like, and... Right, but you also want access to I this community. But I want to be respectful right. of You know, I have to tell everybody. you, when we first found out that you were transitioning, Chris and I both went, what an amazing household. Like, the comedy <laughs> must be through <laughs> the roof. They have so much access to comedy right now. This like, on so many levels that don't exist for most people. <laughs> that's the first thing we both said. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Well, we, we did absolutely have fun with it. I mean, when we went up north, it was the two thuds in the can tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Which made me so like, ugh, just thinking of like, I because I pictured my boobs being chopped up and thrown in a can, and I was like, ugh. But, but yours, <laughs> would, not, yours would not be boobs. thuds. Yours would not be thuds. Yours I know. would be gentle. Uh, yeah, pillows, you just be like gentle clouds. pillows falling into you can't, a, a but pudding you can't just bowl. Think about like your breast tissue and someone else's breast tissue and go like, oh my god. <laughs> As somebody who's lost their breast tissue, I actually wasn't remotely offended by it. Oh, I, I was not offended. Totally I, just, for me. I just felt that weird, like weird ache. Bo- yeah, yeah. Boob ache. Well, when I think about <laughs> when I think about the, the areola and the nipple trimming to do a nail, uh, oh, yeah, to do like a yeah, nail yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that hurts. Like it's that. Yeah. But because he doesn't have nipples this summer, when the swelling goes down, we can play pin the nip on chicks. Oh, yeah. you guys can have a real time. I, yeah, I have to be invited. to Yeah, that. that's gonna be fun. They make pa- they make um, I've like seen pasties? this on Etsy. Yeah, they're uh, yeah they but they look like nipples. For stickers. women, I'm and I want to contact. Some of those. I want to contact this Etsy person and get her to make male ones, so that when I go to the beach, you know, because I don't want to. I need to. How I have do a little. They stick? I I don't know. I guess they have some sort of adhesive on. You just go. But hmm. that would be good to practice. Like, oh, where do they make sense? Yeah. And that's the other thing. I need to get in some sort of physical condition because <laughs> I'm not going to know where these go. <laughs> yeah, you don't want get these to... tattoos. So. Now, before we wrap up Chick's story, Ian, as a man with a man's chest, do you have any tips for Chick? No, but I have a question. Please. Yes. <laughs> How does this affect your hormone production? Because all your glands are gone, correct? You know, I, I don't know what actually is in the boobs. You know, like what? <laughs> See, I use boobs. But like, yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that just a milk producing gland? Or like, I don't know what glands live in a... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Fat also affects your hormone levels. Like the more fat you have, the more estrogen yeah. you have typically. Yeah, well, I my my fat is shifting and and reducing, I think at the same time. Uh uh so how much less do you weigh after the boobs are gone? <sighs> oh. He weighs less. Oh, yeah. How much did the boobs weigh? I think the boobs were 
I think 10 would be way too much, but I think they were between 7 not. and 9 pounds. I have a good rack, and I oh, think but yours yeah. is bigger. He really? had them all cut oh. off. Like, like, that's a lot, but I didn't have all. Like, I keep I keep trying to compare it to mine, but I'm like, oh, I didn't have mine all yeah, but cut off. Your boobs are big. They, they, they were huge. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I don't know what. I don't know how they size bras, but I know it was a triple something high. I what believe you were a triple. Do you know the alphabet? In this movie, it's like freeway or highway. Not freeway, but uh, it's uh, uh, Kirk Russell and uh, Kurt Russell and um, somebody else, and they talk about like your wife. Five or six pounds of tit, like when they're describing her. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a movie, but I think you lost ten pounds of tit. <laughs> I think I think it's well. Talk, I think about, it's definitely talk possible. about the shake and and like they're not like oh yeah absence. The that's what's so weird about it. Like there's a total. It's the total absence. I don't have nipple sensation, but I am either remembering it or feeling it. Uh, like. You know, like driving in a car, going over bumps is like, oh, like nothing, <laughs> nothing is shaking. Like there's no shimmy on the top, you know? What about your posture and your walking? Do you like have to like... I think people are perceiving me as taller. Oh. I, yeah. And I definitely don't have that barrier situation. Like that emotional and and physical barrier has been lifted. Like... I can relax around people because I'm not going to get accidentally bumped in the boob. Well, I, can I, people I, hug you? Yeah. Like now. Like it's yeah. not too soon to hug you. I should have hugged you. No. It's, and, oh, and the other thing is too, like like early on we'd be playing cards or something and lean into the table. Like just where I would think that I've got to stop or I'm going to touch the table. And I have all this fucking room. It's so Well, we were sitting on the awesome. couch the other night and watching TV or something and our dogs will like climb up on him, and so he's always in, you know, I don't oh, think you mind me no. saying no. this, that like the, you know, if he's not wearing his bra, his, you know, his nipples on his back, basically, because those are big, giant fucking boobs. <laughs> big boobs, man. So <laughs> I, I'm used to seeing him, like, scoop them up and hold them so the dog doesn't step on them. Um, wow. And I saw you, the dog came over, and I saw you reach for what was not there. <laughs> wow! Yeah, I just yeah, saw yeah. I like you made that. the hand movement as if you were going to pull something out of the way. That giant <laughs> world. That is like <laughs> phantom boob. That yeah, you're yeah. yeah. Oh, so I have a question. So I've heard so many men, uh, you know, say that if they had boobs, they would just sit and like feel them all day, like because <laughs> they like boobs on, on women. So my question is, <laughs> this is a do, good question. I like this question. Well, yeah. So, so you're you're glad, obviously, that you don't have breasts on you anymore. But do you appreciate the female breasts? Oh yes. Okay. Yes, for sure. So you like, still find it like sexy on other people? Yes. Yes, mm. I do. And <laughs> and Mary Jo's boobs are really. But good. what do you have to say? <laughs> but what do you have to say to the, to the the teenage boys that I'm like one I'm married to? Uh-huh. Who's like, God, if I had boobs, I would just sit and feel myself up all day. You know what? Trans. It's kind of like it's kind of like like people people ask me if I would ever wear makeup again. I feel like I got asked that question, but it's like mm. I feel like I've been in drag my whole fucking life. Like you know, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like hmm. so, having boobs on like mine were like. Ugh, just get these off of me. Um, it was, I mean, I've talked about this before, I think. But, I mean, his chest was so off limits to me in every way, which was fine. Like, I respected it. It made no sense to me that they were on him anyway because I've always seen him as male. So it, it 
whenever I saw him like walk across the room in the middle of getting dressed and, and he was naked from, you know, his chest was exposed, it was surprising to me. Like I was often startled, like, oh, right, you have boobs. Like yeah, it, it, it was, really did occur it didn't, that way. Yeah. Like, so how do you really feel weird. now? I feel so many things. I feel, I mean, I feel happy for him. I feel incredibly proud of him, of you. I'm talking about you like you're not here. Thank you. Um, <laughs> because it takes a lot of courage to do what you're doing, to transition, to walk around with boobs and a beard. To I mean, oh, it just yeah, takes fucking was, courage to do that. that. Um, yeah. You know, and... and um, I have to remember, like, not to project my experience onto you. Like, for me, this is just like, this is so cool. You're trans. That's awesome. But, like, what about dysmorphia? And, like, there's all this shit that you deal with that isn't all that fun. And, like, being misgendered still. We went into a hat store on Sunday and, hi, ladies. You know, and it's like, how do you look at him now with no boobs and a beard and say lady like and the guy was gay by the way like so i wanted to say really i have boobs and most of my life if i had a short haircut from at least from behind it was a hello sir oh really (laughs) yeah interesting but i feel mostly i just feel like i'm relieved because the thing that i know that brought him trauma and stress and sadness is gone yeah. and that makes me happy because I love him but also like I don't have to worry about f- bumping into that and causing him grief causing him physical pain and agony of like every time they get touched it's a reminder and I didn't I don't know that I realized how flipped out about that I worried about that flipped out just a little too dramatic concerned <laughs> about doing that like concerned about bumping into them until they were gone that it was so important to me not to violate that space and make you feel bad and make you feel like, ugh, a reminder of that thing that you hate so much. Yeah. Um, and it's such a different experience for me. Like, I am not a fan of my body a lot of the time, but this is a very different experience, being trans versus being overweight, completely different things. And so I have to remember, like, it's, I don't know, I'm just, I'm grateful that they're gone Selfishly for me, because I don't have to worry about yeah, hurting you, you physically or emotionally. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like a minefield for you. Right. <laughs> you also get to get closer. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right, I so get to lay on his chest. We're going to wrap up this story. So, Chick, do you have a sort of uh, advice to anyone else doing Anybody this? Anybody else who wants to get their boobs checked? Anyone up. getting boobs taken <laughs> off, trans, anything. Just any tip. Um, any tip. Um, Pack floss when you go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have to be epic and <laughs> crucial. Well, you really recommend Satterwhite. I do. Do- uh, Dr. Satterwhite performed my surgery, and his staff was amazing. Um, the surgery center staff was amazing. He was very kind and um, did great work. I have hardly any bruising and swelling, and as I said, I didn't have a lot of pain. Uh, my experience with Dr. Satterwhite was amazing. If you can go to California, he could be your guy. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. No, I'm not going to say that. Why are you going to have to edit that out? I know. All right. Let's move on. I'm going to open with an icebreaker. This is a totally (laughs) uncomfortable subject for me. Okay. I've had... So many surgeries in recent years, it's kind of bananas. <laughs> so I'm going to go back a couple of years to where I had my appendix out. 
cut to. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Surgery puns. <laughs> About three weeks after my breast reconstruction, I discovered a really peculiar scar on my chest. And I realized that my appendix scar Whoa. was wow. now the other direction and part of my new boob. Wow! Yes. What? How did that Boom. happen? That's crazy! Wow. You start from the beginning not, or just I don't tell understand. Oh my god, this is the best story I've ever heard. <laughs> was it a skin graft? Like what? How bananas Because they stretch the okay. skin. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. They no, no that's not it at all. Right, you know, your story. Okay. You tell her. You tell I'm going to start from the very beginning, and if we need to move me along, move me along. 10-4. <laughs> I have also had a very strained relationships with my boobs from the get. In eighth grade, I was in a play. <laughs> <laughs> the costume hid nothing. Ugh. And my boobs just arrived right in time for like opening night. <laughs> my mom, so uncomfortable with my preteen body, came up with the idea of telling everybody she had stuffed my bra. Rather than story. Just, wow. wow. Thanks mom. She doesn't even remember. I asked her about it like <laughs> a week ago. So all of a sudden I've got these brand new boobs, and I am confronted with this gigantic drama rumor thing that had nothing to do with me or my brand new little girl boobs. <laughs> that you were a boob stuffer. Yes. yes. The only way to prove they aren't stuffed is to let weirdos fondle them. I, I don't I, You know, I kind of shook it off. I, I, I'm a little thick skipped. Yes, you yeah. are. But either way, thanks, Mom. Totally. Just like my first experience with my boobs was be ashamed. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Straight up. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so true. Yeah. So true. I mean, you're. I remember when I was listening to you and I was thinking, you know, I really relate. You know, I'm a girl, like full on girl. And I was ashamed. Mm-hmm. They're, Me too. Yeah. Totally. No love loss. I feel like I'm sort of the tragedy story at the table. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I had I seriously listening to your beautiful positive experience was having like an out of body experience because it was so different than mine. Mine was just this gigantic injustice and just really an unspeakable violation. Wow. True. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And you so, were a new mom. I was a new mom. Oh, gosh. I should just tell the story. (laughs) Okay. I'm a new mom. I've got an 18-month-old baby. And I doing a self-exam in my bedroom one day thinking, oh, my God, I never do this. I should, like, know what's going on with my body. And I find this, like, gigantic, like, golf ball-like thing. And I'm like... I'm pretty sure that's not supposed to be there. (laughs) And, you know, it was the cancer and it was followed with a double mastectomy and it was in no way a happy experience. I mean, when I woke up from that surgery, it was seriously like the saddest, most painful moment of my life, truly. Yeah. Yeah. Just 
I'm still so, and you had an 18 month old, right? I did. I really jumped ahead. No, 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 it was no, great. no. No, but here's what was. Here's what I'm thinking. Like I'm thinking about the trauma of discovering that you have cancer. The trauma of cutting off, you know, your feminine part. But also, you just had a baby, so you're probably having some f- form of PTSD. It anyway, wasn't awesome. Like, like, <laughs> like I, I yeah. told, like, oh my gosh, you poor thing. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. your hormones hadn't even gotten to get back in a, a normal place, and then also, now you have to lose your boots. Yeah. It was crazy banana pants. There is no explaining what a surreal experience it was, yeah. truly. What was the distance in time between when you made the discovery to when they, like, what was it so fast? You're like, okay. just can't keep up with what's happening? Like, So here's the crazy thing. Everything about it is really different when it's cancer or health related. I was told on a Wednesday that I had cancer and by the following Monday I was in chemotherapy. I I was so advanced that they needed to shrink the tumors before the mastectomy. Wow. Did they think the pregnancy aggravated or like they, you know, you don't know. There's all kinds of stuff like, did you take hormones? And and I, there were parts of my life where I took hormones. And then also, I was a later in life pregnancy. I, my child was, uh, I was 37 when my kid was born. Um, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, though, like, anytime you go through one of these things, you really are come face to face with how little the medical industry knows. Right. It's all a mystery. I know. Well, I think this so will work. True. This might work. Chemo might work. Oh, yeah. I know so many people who have gone through this that, like, read, led really healthy lives and, you know, came from strong gene pools. And then I sort of am like, well, I partied my ass off. In that, you know? <laughs> yeah. But how long ago was that? A five years! Yeah! Wow! Five years. That's a good thing. Oh, my God. That's a so great thing. So you've got to feel, like significantly better like you like are you in a different place now like as far as oh i'm sure like chick best worst thing that's ever happened to me right right really how so oh yeah oh my god this is the most freeing experience of my life wow like by a mile really wow how yeah okay i want to take it back to your story real Mm -hmm. quick because i think part of my involvement and my catharsis is sort of experiencing this through you, through your eyes. Such uh-huh. a different story. So Chick made a post on Facebook that started the Two Thuds in a Cantor. Is yes. that what we called it? Two yes. Thuds in a Cantor. <laughs> and I made a comment, really just without even thinking about it, don't miss mine. Mm-hmm. I remember that. That was yeah. sort mm-hmm. of maybe one of our introductions. Yeah. And... I thought about it from time to time. Like, that really sort of minimizes what I went through. Mm -hmm. But nothing major. I mean, you know. Until the day I read that you were actually going into surgery, and I could, like, cry right now even thinking about the PTSD that brought up for me. Because for me, it was such a horrible experience. And I was so afraid of what you were going to feel like when you woke up. Because for me... It was just like a nightmare, the likes of which I wouldn't wish upon anybody. And I was just like, I wanted to make sure that someone was there to give you um, painkillers. Yes. Because it's really awful. I yeah. thought it was really awful. Yeah. But it sounds like you had a totally, like, 
opposite experience. Like I saw pictures, you had a smile and mm. just Yeah. How did you go from being having that be like the worst day, that waking up to don't miss mine? Like that's such an amazing transformation for you, I would think. I mean that's Or is that true? Or is it do you actually miss them? No, I don't okay. actually. That's amazing. They always made me feel really insecure. I mean, I don't want to like, you know, say my mom broke me, but it right. You yeah, know, I mean, well, I, I, I never felt different. Like as as I grew up, I felt like men paid attention to me because of my boobs and not because of what I had to say. I mm-hmm. felt they always made me feel fat, even when I was a pretty slender girl. I just it, it caused low self esteem my whole life having wow. boobs. Yep. And I feel like we're going to get to that same story and over here. were your boobs really big, or were they... Well, they you're very slight. To describe her, she's a very slight, sl- slim woman. Not always. Ah. You're, like, your whole physique is, like, teeny. I'm yeah. meant to be small, but I'm not always small. <laughs> you should have seen me after cancer and a baby. I was like, I can eat whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Huh. Yeah, so that's interesting. So did you choose not to have reconstructive surgery? Oh, okay, wait. I have more stories. Oh, okay. Stop asking questions. Okay, so I was originally meant to have a a single mastectomy. What is that called, a single mastectomy? Mm. And I was pretty young. I was, oh, 39. 39, 18-month-old, no history of cancer. Wow. Bite me. I actually had to get a little forceful with the medical community about the double mastectomy. As it turns out, you really have to fight when you want to have healthy tissue cut off. I think Mm -hmm. everybody at this table is going to have that same story. And they didn't. I mean, they weren't saying I could never do it, but they just were really single-minded about the cancer. And it was in my lymph nodes. There was this whole other crazy, awful thing. This second part to the surgery that doesn't typically come with a mastectomy. Mm -hmm. Um, so I demanded the, the double mastectomy. And then when you're getting the surgeries for cancer reasons, you don't have the same resources at the end for reconstruction. So like, that's so, they're not worried about taking all, no gosh, they want every last little of that breast cell, breast cell off of you that they can get. And right. it's, it's not pretty, man. Yeah, so whatever it takes to get it. <laughs> it's like it. Frankenstein yeah. up in here. So do they take your nipples and everything? Oh, yeah. Okay. They're just, when, you know, it depends on the kind of cancer you have. But in my case, it was like the whole smash. Get her done. Yeah. I lost my train of thought. Uh. <laughs> oh, you were talking about um, you, you, fought, you fought for the double mastectomy. Because um, than cutting healthy tissue, cutting healthy healthy tissue, and you had to fight to take the second breast off, and you told the doctors like you. Oh, I knew where I was going with this. <laughs> Another thing with reconstruction is I had to have radiation, and so radiation mm. damages the skin. So your re- reconstruction options are very limited oh, after that point. I that. So I have had oh, four boob surgeries at this point. <gasps> wow. I call them boobs too. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them it's a it's a standard operation but it's actually freaking crazy and really I would caution anyone to consider not doing it truly from my experience 
So it's really standard, though, to take the tissue from a woman's stomach and use the fat and the veins and everything, and they can transplant them to the chest to make fully functioning boobs. I've got one. And that's the one that has my appendix scar that I was oh telling you. That was I know, I know. It that's really amazing. is crazy. It's amazing. It's, it really is a modern miracle. But it comes with risks. Yes. And uh, it wasn't successful in my right breast. So if you really pay attention, I kind of have like one and a half breasts. <laughs> it's not awesome. doesn't bother me that much. I've never had a single person notice. But eventually I should probably, you know... Get two boobs. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could just get one of those little um, uh, inserts for the one side of your yeah. body, right? Yeah. Well, I is, really got to do that. Is there scarring on your belly, though? Oh, my me? God. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> I yes. don't want to brag, but when you have double mastectomy due to breast cancer, uh-huh. 48 inches of scarring on this torso. Wow. wow. Do you see how not big this torso is? Yeah, you're is? tiny. Wow. very petite. Wow. 48 inches. I like it. Seriously, Frankenstein. That's crazy. Wow. Yes. And, and so, but what I find fascinating is that doesn't seem to bother you in the way that having breasts bothered you. Hmm. That is fascinating. I don't think it does. That's that's fantastic. Totally. I wish I was symmetrical. Sure. That's the only thing that bothers me. It's like there were wounds. It's like they're... Oh, they're no. right? I, no, they're definitely not. <laughs> a, a, we're not there yet. Okay. Uh, my scar... I would love to do something epic, like have my body turned into a watercolor tattoo. Uh-huh. That's a long-term goal. Yeah. And like a mortgage. (laughs) (laughs) Have you thought about implants instead of transferring flesh and fat? Well, okay. You don't have the option. Once you've had radiation, implants are not an option. Okay. I mean, you know, actually, there are technically, you have choices. There are some ways that it can be made to happen. Everything is really just a horrible option when you're dealing with that level of reconstruction. Yeah. But implants are not an easy route. Right. You know what? Um, so because they have to put um, uh, spacers or stretchers in. No, and stre- that, that's no. easy. That's oh. a no-brainer. When you've had radiation and the skin is no longer viable, you have two options. You can either use the flesh from the stomach, which is one option, or you can take. Uh, they do. It's called the latissimus flap, where they take a ligament from your back, use it instead to create where the muscle was. Mm-hmm. And hold it in place. Like, literally, it's a horrible option or horrible yeah. option. Yeah, that makes right. sense. Right, and then you, you have to decide that you're putting your body through all of that. That's why what? I have That's why I have all the scars, because the first option wasn't successful. Right. So we had to go to the second option. It'll mess. Why not just get rid of both of them and not have the reconstructed boobs? I like my little boob. I mean, come on. For, wait, wait, wait. For my stomach, that doesn't look good. That looks I mean, great. Oh, you know what? You know what? I was disappointed, and we asked about this when we went yeah. out to get a, a pre-appointment with Dr. Satterwhite. Because we were like, I would love to be able to something that I have hated so long, right? To be able to give that to donate to donate yeah. that to. A patient somewhere. Right. I have them be totally loved. taking your nipples, bro. Yeah. Right. You could I would have been all <laughs> you would have had. Like I said, knees. you should see the catastrophe up here. I would have like I'm pissed. 
I know. I want you to have them. I'm pissed. Where are they? Can't can't we, we make talk, that happen? We talked to the surgeon about it. And, and they don't do that. They don't do it. And they said they might get to a point where eventually they could do it. I was surprised. I thought at least, can, like, is there not a burn victim that yeah, could take the skin right. graft? Like, there's a, a lot of shit skin. ton of boob. Like, there's enough <laughs> to, like, you could, like, walk Women down an aisle. Women boobs. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I think what's interesting about Ian's question is that we had two people talk about one person who lost her boobs but wanted boobs, wants boobs. Like, doesn't necessarily want the boobs that tormented her, but wants I boobs. I want little girl boobs. Yeah. Right. Nice and a person boobs. who doesn't want them at all, like... And had massive boobs. It's... Uh, I definitely understand, like, if someone was going to take away my boobs, like, it, to save my life, I would do it. But the idea that I didn't have them, it would... Mess with me. It would really, I don't know how it would, but I know, I understand that idea. Like, I want them back. You know, I will say this I don't really care one way or another that they're not there. And the, like I said, the gift that comes with the experience of something so humbling is so worth it. For me, it was totally okay. That's amazing. I've met other people who had a very, very different experience with breast cancer. And sadly, I know too many women. It's just insane. Well, we, we sometimes we put links on the website when we have stories. And I think we should put a link to breast self-exam on the website. When you Definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's my only yeah. thing. Check Get to know your boobs, people. <laughs> Men and women alike. Yeah. Now you have no cards. Is there anything you haven't said? Because I'm very fascinated. By I know. Me too. I told you the best part. My appendix scars on my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. It's you know, amazing. I have a question about you. You wanted them to take both. Yes. Right? And they fought you. They did. Because they wanted to. Do you think that they fought you because there's... Because there's some sort of social attitude about the female breast. Like, if you wanted it gone, but they were fighting you... It was your body. Were they fighting you because they thought that it was diseased or would become diseased? Or did they fight you because woman's breast? Or insurance. You know what I mean? I actually think that they fought me because they deemed it to almost be a distraction from... The goal, which was to attack the cancer, uh-huh. truly, I, I, I don't think it was it anything wasn't. more than that. They were just like, you can, we'll do, we'll deal with that next, but we've got to do this now. We'll right, save your life first. And I was just yeah. like, hey, while One we're here, surgery, yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. let's just knock it out. It, yeah. it wasn't that big of a deal. But uh, okay, so they weren't like, no, no, you can't I do don't that. think so. Yeah. But if but I even would have, still, the fact that you had to fight for what you wanted to do with your body, you too had to fight for what yes. you wanted to do with your body. You had to get permission to do what you. If wanted I would have yes. been passive, they would have. It, it would have just gone the other way. Right. Oh. <laughs> you know, do you post a picture with this? We do. I will post the picture of me with the mohawk. Because when yeah. I had cancer, I wore a mohawk. Yes, yeah. She did. I love that. Yeah. It was I have to see that awesome. picture and the picture of the boobs picture. on the table. Ew, like, I don't think I do. Do you have a picture check? Yeah. Oh my oh, god, I do. Oh, oh Lord. Yeah. Oh, isn't 
isn't that funny? On my phone, I took so many pictures of the before and afters, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. But I, people would be like, oh, show me your kids. And I'd be like, oh, sorry. But like, and there's like my before and after. <laughs> oh, moves. my God. Like, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's hilarious. I have totally. Wait, are you pulling this up right now? I was going to, but, uh, but I'm going to do it quietly. Hold on. Let's let her finish. Yes. And then we will. I have completely crazy photos that I took of my post-surgery, and they're in a folder, in a folder, in, in a, a folder, folder wow. that says, like, top secret eyes only, <laughs> so, which basically says, look at me, I'm right. hot and sexy. <laughs> no, it's not. It is my grim, stupid, bald head and my train wreck of wow. scars. Wow. Sorry, is that too real? No, no it no, couldn't be good. better. And this Sorry, is my very anti-feminist question, but oh. there, are, I believe, is a father to this child. Does that yeah, person Kevin. still exist in your life? <laughs> yes, hugsy pants. How does that person? How did that person deal with the lack of? Boobs or the boob transition. Well, he's kind of the best person in the world. So he he doesn't care at all about the change in aesthetic. Yeah, but every time something would come up, like related to my boobs or anything like that, he would like go get an oil change, go buy a car, go get new <laughs> tires. That's awesome. His coping mechanism was to do something massive and male. <laughs> That's fantastic. Great. That's a great answer. But we're now going to move on to our next guest. Oh my gosh, how do I follow that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, my boobs were big, and so I got them cut off. Like, (laughs) (laughs) no. How old were you when you first hated your boobs? Okay, so, I mean, I, I grew boobs really early. I mean, I was in fourth grade, and I had a bra. And fourth the boys grade? were like, you know, sm- you know, you know, I had, you that know. That is early, yeah. Um, early? Yeah, oh, yeah. they would snap I had your a, bra strap? Yeah, oh. and I had, I had a little body. I mean, like... And, you know, and I wasn't ready for the body, and my parents were certainly not ready for the body. <laughs> and great and I remember that there was, I was, like, at a baseball game, and this, and I had this guy who was not my brother, but he, I was raised sort of next to him, and it was like, you know, he tortured me like he was my brother. And this guy walked up to me, and I think I was 12, and he was like, hey, so how old are you? Just making sure. Ooh. And I went, 15. And I was only 12, and he went, oh, my mistake. I thought you were at least 18. I'm sorry. Oh, I was 12. No. Wow. And there's, and the, the, you know, my torturous not brother was like, ah! like, he was, you know, right. it was just, but uh, yeah, my boobs were always defining me. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting. I, my, my, I really learn to own my boobs because I wanted to because I'm you know I'm a feminist and I was like this is my body I'm gonna work really hard to love it and own it and be in it and you know and if I can do that then I can show other people I can give them permission to do the same thing I mean you know we all have body images issues and I and I still do but I'm constantly working through it um and this has been like a huge psychological mind fuck which which is not (laughs) What I expected, like everybody was like, "Oh, breast reduction surgery." This podcast or just life? No, life. Everybody's like greatest, greatest. (laughs) Everyone said greatest decision I ever made. Like I've heard that again and again and again. You'll never look back. And about people who had reduction surgery, everyone. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you have to get it. I had friends of God that just kept looking at me and going, "Please get this." You have no idea how happy I was. Yeah. How long ago was it? 
four months ago. Oh, oh yeah, no, I've got, like, look, look, you can see my scars. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They're still, like, you know, bugging out a little bit. Um, and they're still sore. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like I'm still hurting. After <laughs> I was going to ask how your pain was. Well, my pain is, my pain is fine. I, I, I have more pain if I wear a bra. Um, mm. And I, I will wear a bra, but um, for a few hours. And then I have to take it off, which is strange, because I couldn't live without a bra. And I wasn't comfortable in a bra, but I was way more uncomfortable without it. What yeah. size were the boobs? I was a triple G. Jesus. But I got as big as a triple H after um, when I was breastfeeding. I oh, and that was a whole other thing, breastfeeding. I um, most women <laughs> lose weight when they breastfeed, and I was gaining an average of four pounds a week. Why? It's just because the way my body's built. Hooray! Thanks, God. Yeah, and so I was about ninety pounds heavier than I am now, but I was like. I couldn't walk. Like, I was like, my knees, I couldn't carry my newborn baby. And my breasts were just, it wasn't just like they were out to here. Like, they were suffocating me at night. You know, like, they come up to your neck and, like, I couldn't. Well, and that's, and I know that that's hard to breastfeed a child when you have breasts. They can't breathe. I remember seeing my friend who had a baby around the same time and she was flat. Like, flat. And she had cute little, like, like like half the size of what I am now, which is a double D. I went down to a double D. Um, I was a little mad. I'm like, please make it a C, please. And they said, no, you'll be happy with a double D, and I am. But my friend answered the door, and her baby was, like, right here. She was, like, literally, like, doing housework and, like, breastfeeding. <laughs> and I'm looking at her and going, how are you doing that? Like, when I breastfed, it was this whole thing, like, put the pillows around, put the baby around here, and we had to do the football holds. Right. We had to come from behind. And, you know, I mean, it was, it was, it was drama. And because I was gaining weight so rapidly, I had to quit breastfeeding when I was, um, when my, my children were three months old. Like I wanted to give them as much as I possibly could, but around three months was when I was like, I can't anymore. And, and as soon as I stopped, that's when the weight started coming off. Kind of. I mean, it never came off completely, but. Which is so crazy because. It's, there's about, I want to say like. 4% 4% of women actually You're have so that. lucky to be in the 4% oh, Right? <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, I don't know. So, I, God, I have so many stories. So, yeah. So, I always <laughs> had big boobs. I was always compared to, like, Marilyn Monroe. I had a total, like, hourglass body. I learned how to dress myself. You know, I'm like, I learned, like, what you gravitate towards, like, what looks good on you. Yeah. And I will say that after... I'm gonna, Okay. I'm going to back up. So, I, if I... Like, I'm totally glad I had the surgery, of course. <laughs> of course I'm glad. Of course I, am, I have no regrets. But I did have a little bit of buyer's remorse in the beginning. Um, first of all, I was in pain. Um, it wasn't helping my neck, which was the reason that they were giving it to me. Um, because I, have, I, I did so much damage to my neck. Um, it just has so much arthritis that, that it's not going to make it any worse. Because of your chest? Yep, because of all the weight, wow. the, wolf, the, the, the pulling down. Wow. Right. And so everyone kept saying, oh, you're going to feel the weight off you immediately. Your neck and your shoulders are going to feel great immediately. That didn't happen. And I, it was right, right when I had the surgery, um, it was raining a lot, which aggravates my arthritis. Uh-huh. I couldn't sleep on my side, so my neck was all weird. Yeah. Um, I couldn't take ibuprofen because right. they're like, Bleeding. you know, the, the, you know, right. 
So I was just in agony. I couldn't get a, a massage because I can't lay on my chest. I couldn't have like an alignment, you know, like a chiropractor. So I was just, um, I was just miserable. I was just like, give me more Vicodin. I don't care. Like, please, <laughs> I just need to get through this. Um, and it took like weeks before I started feeling normal. The night I think I saw you at my brother-in-law's birthday party, uh-huh. and I walked up to you, and I'm like, I'm not wearing a bra. It yes. was a really big deal. But that that day, I had actually had a mini meltdown in Marshalls where I was shopping <laughs> for something to wear because nothing in my closet worked, and I kept thinking everything's supposed to look better, mm. and I was like, no, 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 I, I'm just going to go. I had been like three or four weeks, like I was ready to get out and like, you know, hang out with my friends. But I didn't, I remember being in Marshalls and going, I have no idea what my body shape is. Uh-huh. I don't know what to look for <laughs> because I'm not an hourglass anymore. I think I've become a pear and I'm not, which is fine. I'll own the pear. I'll own it. <laughs> I just don't know what that entails. And so I was literally like having like this anxiety attack. And I think I like called my best friend and I was like, talk me through this. I'm having a meltdown. I don't know what my body is. I don't like this body. It was we- It was weird. Yeah. I'm a new pair too. I was never a pair, but because of my surgeries, I'm a pair. It's a really pair. weird. Well, yeah, I used to look down and see, you know, breast like like a shelf right here. Now I look down, and I'm like, I have a belly. How come I? And I never saw the belly. Yeah, I never I knew totally, it was there before because it was hidden by I this totally shelf. Totally relate. So I, I totally look pregnant. Why has nobody ever told me that? like psychological mind fuck that that has been like sort of messing with me I think it was like two days before the surgery I I called um I'm on this show wake up and it's a talk show and um we went to Reno when we we filmed like you know 13 episodes and and my my boobs were like a big joke and they are I mean I've learned to have a sense of humor about them like you know because they were so big they would like knock into things and I would always be like oh don't and the people would be oh I'm so sorry touch your boob I'm like you can't avoid them they're everywhere but I did I had like a like a like a bible of jokes like ready to go to so everybody could just like relax and be comfortable around how big my breasts were and um, you know like they they were always miking me and like you know the, the crew members were always like I'm so sorry I'm like oh just shove it down there I don't care you know, so it became this like joke that every I think they even named them on the set Dave and Buster. Um, that's I think that's what they call yeah. So Adrian, my producer, no, named them boy. that, and and it became a joke. Like I was like, who hasn't touched them yet? You know, um, come on over, you're part of the family. So it was just a big joke. And then I think it was like two days before the surgery, I was talking to my producer Adrian and. I was crying, and I said, I'm going to lose my identity. Right. Everybody knows me as this big-breasted woman. You, yeah. And she said, well, that's not true. You know, you've got dimples, and you've got this big personality, and you're like this total, like, you know, ah, cheerleader type. And she's like, that's your identity. Um, but I was afraid that it's so strange. I longed to be like everybody else, mm-hmm. and that I had this fear I was also going to be like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. yeah. That's and that's been sort of that's interesting. But the reason I did want to get rid of them also, and when it comes to being on on TV, was again, I'm trying to own my body type, trying to be okay with it, trying to know. I know I'm not, you know, skinny mini. I never will be, and I'm just going to try and love it and show everybody that I love it. And you know, even if I don't, I'm working towards it. But um, I, I, I felt like they were just a big distraction. Like 
I have a really important fucking message to tell everybody right now, and you are all not paying attention. Like yeah. I knew, yeah. you're I looking at my boobs. I just yeah. knew that they For were sure. a huge distraction, especially on TV when you gain ten pounds anyway, and I gained like thirty, and it was all here. And I, I mean, it wasn't just here. It's like, like my whole yeah. neck changed, like yeah. like my whole chest area here. It's where your body puts fat. Like yeah. It likes it. To put it there, yeah. And as far as, like, weight loss goes, like, I gained. I, I am heavier than I've ever been, and yet I feel thinner. But um, I, they only removed two and a half pounds, which I was like, what? Only two and a half? But when you think of, like, two and a half pounds of meat. Yeah, Like, that's meat. what I was thinking that's of. And it's yeah. all from one. <laughs> Allison's right. having a heart attack. Right? <laughs> and you it's all just from one area. You my tragedy into meat. <laughs> 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 is that your tragedy? This but is it's mine. Prime yeah. It's prime rib. Oh. USDA. Okay, you're Lord, right. This, this is your story. Yes, I'm so, so sorry. But it was like two and a half pounds. Like that's a lot from this area. And it, it did. It like it like changed this whole area. But Her I remember getting on the scale and being like, "How am I eight pounds heavier?" Yeah. And I knew that it was I was eight pounds heavier because I hadn't worked out. I'd been eating carbs, like because they were like, "No, no, no, you can't do any like crazy diets while you're healing." Yeah. You know. So I wasn't working out. So I was gaining, and I have. I've gained, but. Yet I, I I feel so much better. I can so just, like, uh, this whole area. Yeah. I, I feel, feel love feeling little. I, feel I do. Yeah. I do. I feel love the same that. way. Like, it changed radically. Did that happen right. to you, too? Because I've, I've had people say that your My that face. face shape is uh-huh. different. Did you Because it pushed that? up. Like, the fat was constantly pushed up into my neck. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, my neck got all wrinkly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that just that doesn't prove that I lost here. Like it got uh-huh. all like I'm like where that where did this like that stuff? But I wanted to say something about like you were talking about um, nipple sensation. Yeah, mm. I didn't have any for I, I don't think I ever did ever. Um, and I would fake it. It was like having a fa- it was like faking an orgasm. <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah. That's no, great. the nipple sensation it never never happened after the surgery. They were so sensitive. That's probably the source of my biggest amount of pain was the nipples. And I remember we were watching the Oscars and it was like, you know, there was all these like amazing speeches with all these like, you know, I get I get goosebumps very easily. And I was like, oh, ow! Like, it was like every single <laughs> oh, time no. the moment, I was like, I need another pain pill. You know? Because it was just... The Oscars would, stimulated your nipples. Everything did. And I do. I get... I do. I get chills very easily. Like, just a moment. And that cold sensation song, is just married to that. So many... So many... Mo- I mean, no we watch animations. It's all about the drum. <sighs> I am. I'm very dramatic. Now, I want to say, I have... I've only met you tonight. It's the first time I've met you. And you seem a very lovely, kind, bubbly, interesting person. So the idea that you would think that your boobs were the definition of you or the why you're in with somebody seems ridiculous to me because I think you're... But I hope I'm not overcompensating. <laughs> yeah, you're not. No, 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 no. No, because you're not Have pushing... I always been this way? Like, you've known me. Yeah, you're you're, being, you. you're okay. being you. You're totally being you. You're saying you're having a hard time seeing that being the dominating factor. Seeing that being the draw. Yeah. I am telling but, you the draw is but you're I lovely, relate, not but I, the draw but is you You used to have really big tits. But I relate <laughs> to... Because I got big tits very early and I had very mixed feelings about them because Mm -hmm. there was some attention that I liked and some attention that I didn't. I loved that I could buy alcohol and nobody questioned me Mm -hmm. at 15 Mm -hmm. that I could just walk into a liquor store and buy whatever I wanted and my boobs let me do that. (laughs) Um, I didn't know what to do with the attention I got from men and it made me very uncomfortable and I was scared all the time and I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. But then 
I liked that men liked me. I liked that they got an attention in some way. I just, I just didn't want them to get too close. Like, it was definitely a, a double-edged... Well, let me also talk about, for a minute, and I wasn't intending to talk about this, but I'm really, you know, I've had a couple. Sure. So, um, <laughs> we have been drinking. And, and I hope it's not awkward that you, you're my husband's boss. Not um, at all. No, but you're, but you're like family. He's so friend, um, yeah. I will say that I didn't know how much they were in the way of our intimacy until they were gone. Uh-huh. Um, cuz I felt fat. I just felt like there were these big disgusting things that I mean he liked them, but I was like, oh, they're just I just felt like they were making me they were they were distancing myself. And yeah. when I was ready, you know, and it took me a while to like be ready cuz sure. I was so sensitive, but I remember just being like they're cute and perky and they're like <gasps> They're sensitive <laughs> and oh my god, they're like teenage boobs. Like, like, yeah. Oh my god, that's the and best they're by story. No means. Like they're not perfect boobs. Like they're still swollen and they're boxy. Like they're not like like fake. But but yeah, it was like this moment. They look great. Nipples. How are the nipples? They're your nipples. Oh, I, oh, that's the other weird thing. When yeah. you have surgery, and I remember my my friend who had gotten surgery, who totally convinced me to do this. She was just showing everybody all the time, and I was like, Mary, stop it! You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but when I got mine, I was like, oh, I get it. You just want to show everybody. Yeah. Can I show you my boobs? I know it's I know it's weird, but can I? Like, is that going to weird, like, weird you out? Like, let me show you the picture. And I had on my phone the picture of my old boobs. I'm going to show you what they looked like before. Okay. And now this is what they look like now. <laughs> you know? And they're, they are. I've got stitches. I, they look like anchors. I mean, I've got lots so of So they scars. had to do the split. Mm-hmm. So did they... Did they sh- Resize your nipples. Your they did. Yeah. They're still big, but they're they're cute and red, and like the <laughs> other ones were so like so stretched out, like they were like bare. You could barely even tell where was nipple and where was boob. It was just like <laughs> one big like long, um, and they were also wide, and so they had to cut all the way back. I mean, all the way back here, and so that's why I'm mostly swollen back here. Wow. So they had to cut like all the way to your back. Yes, and. While you were saying this, um, and I don't want anyone here to worry. I'm fairly certain I'm fine. Oh, But I do. I have a golf ball-sized hard thing here. It is scar tissue. Oh, I yes. had. I yes. mean, it is. Of course I, it is. But I mean, it was like freaking me out. Um, and my doctor was like, I, I don't want to look I at it. I'm having heart palpitations. I just saw it in your face. I looked <laughs> over and yeah. you're like, you're Because I had like, the mammogram like before, like they double and triple checked me. And so it wouldn't be this big. That fast. Of course. Right? Uh, four months later. Tissue. But it is. And it is getting smaller. But there was. Did they tell you to massage your scars? <laughs> they've told me to massage this lump and to it's break to, up to, the scar to break tissue. it up yeah. exactly but yeah and the and the scars are like like it's weird cuz they're harder like i can feel them um and but they're they're fading i don't even care like i don't care about the scars at all everybody's like worried about like scars i'm like no yeah it I sounds like none of I you don't are worried care. about scars. no i don't like mine at all oh you I don't like your scars okay. no no i see them they're they're just a real tragedy to me. I would love to turn them into a piece of art, but yeah. they're a gigantic tragedy. I think it's a Kickstarter project in store. I do. I think there's oh. some way to make you just totally own it and I we haven't so. found it yet. I'll get there. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean we're, to get your tattoo on. Like, let's yeah. do it. 
Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to hijack. No, you no. did not. No, I think your story is way more compelling, really. <laughs> I mean, I'm really enthralled by yours. Well, I think the only thing that's interesting is that I'm the only one that admits that it was like I had a little bit of buyer's remorse and that it was really emotionally hard for me to adjust sense, to a though. new body. I don't. I totally related to that when you were talking about going into Marshalls and not knowing, like... What do you wear? Like, what am I looking for? Yeah, there's, I have been, I because of the side of the my chest. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> because of the size of my chest, I was, I never had access to wear what I would want to wear, both as a trans man and, and just having something that I can actually put on. Yeah. So I don't have any fucking idea right now, like, what my actual style is. Right. Yeah. And it's that's sort weird. of, and in some Very ways it's cool. kind of like, oh goody, I get to figure it out. But then when it really comes down to the moment where I'm like, okay, yeah. you gotta buy something. I don't, don't know, know what to do. What yeah. I'm well, supposed also, to do. When you're, when you're young, I think there's sort of permission to make fashion mistakes. But now it's like, we're all grown ups. <laughs> so like, I don't want to walk out into the world wearing yeah. something that I just, like, you know, I get, I mean, I, this, I'm not telling a story here, but, like, I, I like we've been t- trying on a lot of clothes for you mm-hmm. and f- trying to figure out, like, not what just what fits, but what fits What do I have access to now? Right. Like, yeah. yeah, like, I mean, I know what it was in the 80s before I had a huge Well, chest. and when I find it, and I don't know if, how you feel, but, like, I hate it. I, I love shopping. And so when I find it, like the dress I have on now, I was like, Yes, because I never dress. got to wear it's a, a dress, dress like this. I never would have gotten away with this. I'm not wearing a bra. Never, never, never would I have gotten away with it. Uh-huh. And so when I found it, I was like, oh, this is why. So I have these <laughs> moments that are wonderful, but I still have these panic attacks where I don't know. It's just because you're not used to your body. Yeah. yeah. You're going to very soon be thrilled. I mean, I yeah. am thrilled. Fabulous. I really am. I, I'm, I celebrate it all the time. The fact that I went into for Mother's Day, I got a gift certificate to Victoria's Secret. I've never bought anything there except for lotion because. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, are none, have my size. are none of the boob conversationalists wearing bras? Do you not require a bra? I don't. I, I will. I'll try no, so hard not no to. No bra. No, no bra. I know you said that you were comfortable, like you no, couldn't I have it on. Love I, That's awesome. I didn't couldn't. like. I didn't like that feeling. I went to I sleep like in a bra. Way, really? But, oh, I could no, not be in it. You slept in a bra? Oh, I had to. Oh, they were shit. they were too big. Wow. And they're not. They weren't like I saw yours. Yours were like long and, and yeah. hung like socks. but like socks for elephants. Like two. But mine were like like. They were they hung and they were long too, but they, they were but, up they, but and they hurt. but they were they were they there were big are a lot and, of people and they, who mourn and your they boobs, were no <laughs> they were Dolly Parton big like they were just ginormous. It's like yeah. almost like I mean I likened it to like having a fucking ass on my chest. I have an, I have two asses. <laughs> I have my real ass, which is huge, and then I had a huge <laughs> chest ass. It's like, and what do you need it for? <laughs> like, the pinky toe. Can we just, like, you know, get rid of this all <laughs> together right ass. now? Oh, my God. I am on your team again. <laughs> the like pinky, my pinky toe, toe does not belong. It's just a pain in my ass. All right, Like my boobs. We've hit a point where we are comparing pinky toes to breasts. Yeah, so it's time to wrap it so up. So we have to wrap up. I would like, uh, just, just because... I know our, we have a mixed group. Ian, do you have any thoughts as an appreciator of female breasts? 
I'm not a big fan of breasts, really. What? At all? Like you you're more of a uh, do you like ass guy? Ass man. I'm, I'm an ass guy. Thigh. I, I like boobs, but they they weird. With the thought of them weirds me out sometimes. What <laughs> aspect? If of they're it? big or if they're small, it doesn't matter. They suck. But they're there. <laughs> I think that's what this party's about. <laughs> they suck. So we ain't saying that they're there. That they're. Ex- external things hanging from the body that they're like in but wait the way you have function. an external thing hanging from which your body. weirds me out sometimes too interesting All right, so okay. isn't there an organization like free the nipple Yes. yes. And I remember thinking that was ridiculous, and now I'm so into it because I oh, would love to free my nipple. They should. They totally should. I would love to free it should. now. All right, we're wrapping it up. MJ, your feelings about boobs. In under uh, words. My feelings about boobs. Um, I was trying to decide, like, would I trade my boobs mm-hmm. to transition to be a man just to lose weight? <laughs> <laughs> That was your big question. Well, actually, I, I mean, I got to ask you because you're still a woman, but you, you're going, like, your best friend, really, in, in a sense, is leaving womanhood and leaving you in your womanhood. Well, but for me, he was never a woman. So yeah. never. So there was never that. Well, I mean, when we first got together, it was before he was out as trans even to me. He was not as trans to himself, really. Yeah. Sort of. Not out loud. Not out loud. But I knew it from the get-go. Like, it just... But you're still talking about... Like, there were two things I said early on, and we had to move on from this. But (laughs) one was, I never identified as a lesbian. It never made sense Mm -hmm. to me. It didn't fit. It was Mm -hmm. a shirt that didn't fit. And and, um, the other was... um, I lost my train of thought. So let's just go with that one. (laughs) (laughs) And my final feeling about boobs is, if anyone ever tells you, young girls, that if your boob can hold up a pencil, it's droopy, tell them to fuck off. Yeah. And if (laughs) someone tells you if your boob can hold up a pencil, it's big, tell them to fuck off. Your boob is your boob. Leave them alone. (laughs) Since we're going down that road, I, I, I now understand what you were saying. I just think, and I'm really in awe, I want to, I can't wait to like talk to you after we stop about, talk to Allie about um, just loving your body. Like for me. Not to confuse anybody, but I'm also Allie. Yes, it's true. And I'm also Allison. Oh, So just, you know. But, you know, to I would like to feel better about my body, including my boobs. I don't find them to be, I mean, they're fine, but. But Chick loves them. I like them. I would love to Chick talk to you about them. Chick has them, Merle and Guadalupe. All right, we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Okay, so we're going to go around the circle. Chick, tell your stuff. Uh, uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook uh, with the handle at T Chick Photo. Um, and uh, that's it. You can find me on the beach with my kid or at a Dead & Company concert. Yeah! <laughs> I might have seen you there with my husband. Um, all right, take notes. Like, grab a pencil because there's a yeah. couple here. Um, <laughs> AllieLaprete.com is probably the main one. I found A-L-L-Y-L-O-P-R-E-T-E. Um, that will take you to all my other websites. Um, my company, OurMilkMoney.com, which is a... Um, it's, it's a business directory for self-employed parents, mm-hmm. and it's a nonprofit. And my radio show, thislittleparent.com, and my new radio show, dramaticimpactwithally.com. So, yeah. yeah. Rock on. Yeah. I'm Colleen Smith at Colleen Smee, C-O-L-L-E-N-S-M-I, on Twitter, and you can follow everything else from there. Um, my Twitter is at Mary Jo LA. I'm on Facebook as Mary Jo Smith. I don't Insta. I just 
<laughs> I'm, I'm words, not pictures. Um, oh, yes, Allie. Can I wait, say one thing? Yeah. If I was going to plug something. Please. I learned recently that triple negative breast cancer research is woefully funded because it's rare. And so the people with that particular type of breast cancer. What are kind is it? Triple negative. Okay. It's. So if you get it, it's basically a death sentence because there's no research going into it and there's no clinical trials or any of that. So if you are inclined to fund breast cancer research, go ahead and think about that one. Thank you. That's awesome. That's an amazing thing. Please look that up before you look up at (gasps) ianscreams.com. At, uh, we already said, uh, chick and uh, and at myfirsttimepodcast.net. Yeah, spell out F I R S T, myfirsttimepodcast.net. Yes. And then um, this uh, will come back next month with another. Yeah, but crazy more than anything, please look up the cancer sites. Please, 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 Check please. Check your boobs. 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 Goodbye, goodbye.